Well, good morning everyone and welcome to another edition of Podcast Hospitality Covering Myself, Nigel Man, and the podcast Last Man Standing. First of all guys, thank you, thank you for all your sort of comments and emails and sort of things you've got. You know, I'm really enjoying the show and thank you for listening. Uh, this show is all about you. So, let me quickly move on. So, who have I got today? Let me have a look. Oh yeah, I've got Yanis Pantelaris. Yeah, no, Yanis, Yanis basically says in your title here before I introduce you, it says you're you're a digital storyteller. Oh yeah, yeah, Doc- that's <laughs> the, the doctorate studies at, at, at you know Brighton University. Yeah. and a chimney chair, which we'll find about later. So, yeah. so welcome, welcome to the show, sir. Welcome. Thank you. Now it's a pleasure. Lovely, lovely to be here, <laughs> and uh, well done for getting the name right. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I, I, I knew I was going to cut that up. Yeah, you know. No, so, yeah, it, yeah. it's all right. It only it only took us thirty minutes of practice before we started. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit it. It'd be fine. They wouldn't even notice. It'd be fine. Yeah. yeah that's cool. So, 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 first of all, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on today. Appreciate it. Thanks for you taking your time out. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, you know, what I want to talk today about the industry and academics and sort of, you know, something that's really close to my heart as well, and, and, and certainly yours is. You know, student studies and hospitality, how we put that together. And also, you know, I guess you want to talk to me about, you know, as you sort of, you know, stitched me up at the start of this uh, you know, <laughs> hospitality action in 12 days, but more of that goodies later, more of that goodies yeah, yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so, first of all, let, let, me talk, let me talk to you about your first subject EP and Chimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I sort of looked at a bit of this on your on your sort of website and, you know, the information you gave me. So, Yannis, t- tell me a little bit about, first of all, your background and yeah. your work with Chimmy. Just talk me through it. Okay, I'll, I'll try and keep it short because it's. Um, <laughs> first of all, thank you so much for for inviting me. It's actually it's it's a pleasure, um, and and uh, and I'm sorry for what I did to you earlier. We'll talk about it in the <laughs> in, later about what I did to you. Um, so so I I come from a family of hoteliers and restaurateurs uh, from a small island in Greece called Leros. Although I do have extended family in Australia and and in uh, in New York, and they also are in the business of hospitality, and. Um, Sometime 20 years ago, I became accidentally I became an academic, but I never left uh, the industry. So uh, in hotels, in restaurants, worked for Radisson Edwardian Hotels, worked for the Glen Eagles, worked for the Caledonian Club in the UK, Germany, uh, Excelsior Hotel Ernst, and Greece, a number of businesses there. And I've done work, uh, consultancy work for Cyprus, Greece, Germany, UK, Etc. I can't remember all the countries now, but mainly <laughs> Europe. You get the idea. In Holland as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I live, breathe, uh, exhume fire of hospitality. I, I call myself a hospitaler with one L, uh, because uh, with two Ls is the hospitalers who were an order of knights in medieval times, uh, and they still exist actually in Malta. I know it's, at some point I said they don't exist. I meant the the name doesn't exist of hospitalers with a double e l but the order of knights uh, used to look after the travelers and the weary and that's what i think we do in hospitality i think you know despite what some might think i think the situation with covid has shown that for the mental health of people uh, we are true warriors and knights and, and we care that's why we're in this industry so my background with the work um, with, with with Chimmy has to do. I have been involved. This is the Council for Hospitality Management Education, and I got involved with them very early in my academic career as a PhD student. And I, I did my PhD part time whilst I was working for the University of Surrey at the time. I got introduced to them by Professor Lockwood, uh, who was I would like to say still is my mentor in many ways, 
uh, and a wonderful, wonderful colleague. And um, I, I gelled with this bunch of wonderful people from day one. The friendliness, the you know, you think of academics as in ivory towers, but everybody I have met through Chimi has been like a true hospitality warrior. They volunteer their work to this uh, voluntary association that represents all the universities in the UK and quite a few in Europe that have hospitality courses or research in hospitality. So if you if you want to look up Jimmy, anyone who's listening, and if you want to work with a university, look at our membership, uh, and you can go to jimmy.org.uk and you can look at our membership. And if a university is close to you and you've got a business, talk to the uh, lecturers there. I mean, you might think of them as, as professors. I think of them as, as your colleagues and your allies. We are all hospitalers here. And um, more recently, we have been uh, doubling our efforts to communicate with industry more closely. And, and I'm thankful to Chris from EP and Chess Partnership. And we, we started talking very early. And, and, and at our early steps, we also uh, brought in the Institute of Hospitality back then, a few years back, when we started saying, come on, we can do better. You know, academia and hospitality professionals can do better working working closer together, and uh, we've uh, in most in the most in the last year in the most recent months we doubled up our efforts and um, Chris kindly organized uh, and Chimmy supported uh, a forum that was before COVID. So we we physically met in London and a bunch of academics and a bunch of industry captains met together and start bashing about ideas as to what are the key areas of focus. Now we had another session which is actually on, on YouTube because it was digital, COVID happened. And, and if anything, the situation with COVID has made us all realize that we can do so much more together. So from that forum and a number of other sort of, we can call them as informal focus groups, if you like, there were five key areas that came out. One of those areas, which I'm currently focusing on, is, is trying to understand what are the things that we can do, what, it, what industry can do for hospitality degrees if you like and vice versa what what can hospitality academics do for industry and i think there are a number of things that are, are emerging but we're doing a piece of research uh which, which we hope will conclude at some point in 21 and probably will produce a white paper uh, that shows what is the common point of what hospitality industry professionals and academics think is best practice and if we have an agreement of what best practice is in, in teaching uh, degrees at, at higher education level, then we can work together in making sure that that best practice becomes the emblem of what the best courses are all about. We all intuitively know what these best, best, best elements are, but they're happening sporadically and not in every single university and not in every single course. Uh, so that's where we're trying to go. Uh, and maybe I should say, what can academics do for industry people? Because... You know, professionals um, are working hard and they don't have time. Well, there's a number of things academics can do for, for, for professionals. Number one, uh, you can work with your local academic to do a knowledge transfer partnership. The government gives you money and they support you in getting an associate to do some projects. So you got a project and you don't have the expertise, contact your local academic. And you know what? Like I'm, I'm probably digging a hole here for myself, but contact me. And I'll, I'll help you, and I'll help you point to the right place. And, and sometimes when you email an academic, maybe you won't get a response, or you email the wrong academic, or, or your email finds itself in some rabbit hole 
uh, and, and nobody has actually seen it and you think academics don't want to talk to you. No, we want to talk to you. And, and I'll help. I'll, I'll point you to the right direction uh, if you want to do a knowledge transfer partnership. Look at knowledge transfer partnership on, on, on any browser. And, and that's a good support from the government in terms of monetary to help you. But more than that, what academics can do, and this is the first time I ever say this, but I'm going to say to all the academics who are listening out there. Now, most of you have been working for years as an academic, and so have I. For 20 years, a number of my graduates have graduated, and they know me. And a lot of them come to me, they're seeking for a mentor. I'm not saying you can be a coach, because that needs a different type of specialization and different type of training. But please give your time, and I know a lot of you already do, give your time to mentor a colleague. They need our ears, they need our mind to help them navigate these treacherous waters. That's the least you can do to your alumni and anyone who seeks for your help. Now, I'm trying to give as much time as I can uh, of my free time, which is very little. And it's, <laughs> I can say, Nigel, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to see... It's a pleasure to see our students who are now the professional captains do great in industry, but it's also a pleasure to help them when they need us the most. So yeah, that, that's I, I, that. I think yeah. that's absolutely important, Yanis. You know, you just, just could cross it out. I think that's absolutely important that we bring academics and industry together, isn't it? You know, yeah. It's, it's you know, I, I've just done 35 years in the industry, as you know, and quite clearly, you know, quite a bit of experience there. And just some mentoring, just some sort of, you know, get the, you know, what you're doing, Chimmy, and sort of bringing it all together and sort of, you know, putting that, that gel together, especially in this yeah. day and age when, you know, the skill level is going out of the industry, you know, and, and that's the scary bit, isn't it? You know, it's just... It is scary. And and this is this is a great uh, point for me to say that, Yanis, you told us what academics can do for for uh, uh, for the... Uh, so what, what can they do for the industry? What can, can the professionals do for you? Well, they can do a lot of stuff, right? And, and, and why would they do a lot of stuff? What is the cookie there? Why should they bother? They're busy people, and if anything, it's harder today. I say this to you. Before COVID, we were all talking about where are we going to find the talent to cover these thousands of jobs. And now we're talking about how are we going to retain the talent in hospitality when government is telling us actually, you know, some hospitality sectors aren't good enough. So I'm telling you that you can connect with your local university or college. Yeah. And I, I'm, a, I'm a believer also further education. Uh, and I don't sit on my high horse and say it's just universities. No, every place that has some educational uh, level that offers education for hospitality, go to them and offer your expertise. Go and do a talk. And now the way society has adopted digital, you know, look look at us. We're talking through, we're not in a physical environment. You can do this. You can spend, yeah. just invest half an hour every six months. That's all I'm asking from you. Talk to the students inspire them so they stay so that we keep our talent yeah. i think you're quite right james i think basically i'm I, i'm a big advocate of the industry you know and mentoring and bringing people I, I i was one of those students let's face it you know quite clearly before we move on um you kindly gave your your offer of sort of you know contact me yeah How yeah you contact chimmy and chimmy is c-h-m-e yeah, yeah. Is there a website is there yes a it's the it's the chimmy c-h-m-e dot org dot uk so if you go to that website, you, you can find Chimmy and you can find my profile and all of my other colleagues. I've got wonderful colleagues in the executive of the Chimmy. If you want to uh, directly message me, you'll find me on LinkedIn. Put my weird name, uh, Ioannis Pantelidis. Or for easier reference, look on my YouTube channel. Uh, it's youtube.com forward slash 
think in the circle or one word think in the circle okay so think you think in the circle basically obviously you know LinkedIn is probably a good one, isn't it? To sort of yeah. DM you, send you a message, yeah, looking chimmy, yeah, the website's just been announced, and basically, oh, it's good stuff there, Yanis. I mean, basically, you know, uh, man after my own art there, because quite clearly, that's, that's vitally important, you know. But I want to move on. I want, I want to sort of move this along, you know. Sure, sure, because, sure. Because I've, I've been sort of doing a bit of research for this podcast and, and sort of been a bit of ferreting around, and I want to talk to you about the thing that hospitality stories <laughs> yeah okay so, so, okay so you know I've, I've seen those stories so just talk me through sir how did that idea come about and what it's all about and i uh, i take long walks you know the, the first thing i do in the morning I, I wake up very early right and and uh the first thing i do is i is i you know normal brush your teeth wash your face but uh, i grab a cup of coffee and i'll, I'll do some emails i'll do some basic work but the moment uh depending on the day i might do a bit more work but 6 a.m the moment you hit 6 a.m wolfie and i my trusty friend wolfie we're out in the woods and we're walking for about an hour an hour and a half and and uh, that's where all the crazy ideas come so i had this idea when i i realized that um, normally every every time i try I, I reach out and i bring industry captains uh, into my classroom and because of covid i felt i i couldn't do that all the restrictions were coming in and I thought, you know what, I can, I had a YouTube channel, which was every time I would have the odd video, I would post it up there. And, and it, it had quite a, a big reach, even though I never put any effort in it. It was the odd video. And then I thought, you know what, what I'm going to do. And in fact, I've got a very good friend, Omar Ismail. And, and the way I trapped you in the beginning of, <laughs> of this podcast, I trapped poor Omar. And, I, and we've been talking about doing something on YouTube for, for years. And I said, Omar, let's do it now. You know, we've been talking and we never do it. So Friday, you call me, I call you. We'll, we went to a Zoom and he was wearing a T-shirt. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to start recording and you're going to tell me about your hospitality story. And I'm going to share that with my students. I'm going to record this video if I have your consent. And uh, is that okay? And he was like, what, now? And I said, yeah, now. And, and bless him. And, and, and if you see the first video, it's really bad quality because it was through Skype. I, had it, I didn't have it planned. And the idea was I was going to do three and I was going to bring three guests and I was going to spread them throughout, you know, the, this, this, our semester is 12 weeks of teaching and every four weeks I would do one of those. And then I realized that, um, you know, the first episode was brilliant and Omar is an amazing, amazing character and, um, and a true hospitaler. And, and then my, I started sensing that my students loved it, but also they were stressed and a little bit in a dark place. And I thought, actually, this was one moment where they shined and, and they were inspired. Why don't I do more than just three? And I reached out to a few more colleagues. And it worked out that I ended up doing one every week. <laughs> so every Monday, 4 p.m., I release a hospitality story. And this is about the background, pretty much what we're doing here. You know, like uh, who you are, what you've done, what are the things that you're most interested about and why hospitality. And they give advice also to my students. But you know what I realized that this advice is actually, you know, there's one, there's one where uh, I've got Rachel, who is the current chair of, uh, of the Hospitality Sussex branch, for example. I think it's, it's episode three. And, and she's just four years after graduation. And the students were so inspired also by her story. I've got so many. I mean, I'm going to do an injustice if I don't mention anybody. Uh, and people still, still come and they say, yeah, you know, we're, we're offered to be on your uh, vlog, I guess it is. Mine is a vlog. 
and uh, and the the advice is also good for not just hospitality workers but also hospitality leaders because nobody has written the booklet of what happens when COVID hits us and the government shuts us down. So we are all learning from each other. And this idea grew organically. You know, it was a crazy idea on a walk. I, I trapped poor Oma and then um, a lot of other wonderful colleagues have, have come forward. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm hoping I'll stop at 12. I'll stop at 12 because I have another idea for another series after Christmas. Um, which will be a bit more humorous uh, because we need a little bit of light uh, humor in our life these days. Yeah, Yanis, I mean, I mean those, those videos are great, aren't they? I mean, we, we, we do a show on a Tuesday, which is Hospitality Live, which yeah. talks to sort of leaders and sort of about the industry. We also have one called Hospitality Ints, which is live also on a Wednesday, which talks about, you know, experts and things like that. Those, those videos are scary, aren't they? I mean, you know, not everybody likes to do them, yeah? I, I, I don't think so. I think, I think you will find that a lot of hospitality professionals are scared with the idea. Uh, I, they are scared to, to, to... But once you get them to sit down, they are amazing and they underestimate how amazing people they are. Number one, you are amazing people. If you're listening to this, remember your humanity is what shines through and hospitality is all about that humanity and the mental health, right? Let's forget about profits for a second. They're important and cash flow is also important. You know, I'm a business person and I know that we, we need to, to stay afloat. But actually, what is it that makes a great business a great business if not you and your people? And your and your humanity and your story, you know. Yeah. So, so I mean, you're absolutely great. I mean, yeah, we love this industry. It's just what we call the beloved industry. You know, you, yeah. you, you're, you're you're born into it, aren't you? You know, and you know, we, we 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 love the memories we make, and we love basically giving service. And you know, the profit is 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 almost secondary. You know, it's 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 you know, let's face it, it's revenue, it's cost, it's mitigating the risk in between. Yeah. So, but what I, you just. Yeah, I was going to say that I don't teach only hospitality students. You know, I teach variety students, and they all bring their own uh, strengths, if you like, in the classroom and, and in the critical thinking and what have you. But I must say that for the first five years, I started sensing of me being an educator, if you like. I started sensing that a lot of students who choose to study hospitality, pretty much like myself and like yourself. We have certain attributes, and we have a certain te tendency. And and I don't know, uh, I don't, and I don't want to put anybody in a pigeonhole. But I think if I were to classify it, I think we like helping people. And and you can see that that the the ones that come and then they stay, they they love working with people and they like helping people and they feel they take some, they take happiness from that. And it's not a job anymore, and it's not a career anymore. It's a calling, and, and, and that's what makes a difference. You know, when when I see and when I what I call the hospitaler, it is a calling. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think you know, once you're in hospitality, you don't get out. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah. you take that to your personal life as well. You know, with helping people, and you know, I've, I've written a load of job, um, load of work with job seekers. You know, with coffee yeah. club and stuff like that. You know, so that's great. Just going back to your stories, though, Yanis. I mean, yeah, you, you know, it's it's it, it, it's great. I mean, what I class as the the golden content, which is absolute gold. You know, which is basically you inventing your students. What does the students think about it? What's what's what, what's what's their view? Oh man, when I show it, what, what I do is when I release it at four o'clock on the Monday, there's a reason why it's released on four o'clock on a Monday, because four o'clock I start the class, the, the particular hospitality class is also always on a Monday, the, the lectures, and then on a Friday's workshops. So on the Monday, 
I tend to show them, I, I bring in the guests, so I show them the video. So they're the first ones who actually see the video. So even though the video might say X number of counts, you might, you must add another sort of 30 on that count because I've got uh, close to 30 students who are actually in the classroom and we I'm streaming it because we're doing things digitally through uh, the software and, and they all watch it. And you must see the reactions and the reactions, because a lot of them don't like to put the cameras on, their reactions normally come into chat comments. Because I ask them, I say, look, you know, tell me what you thought of this and, and uh, give me your, your, your feedback. And because it became a longer series than I originally thought, I've tried to tackle and, and bring colleagues from varied sectors of the industry. So it's not always a hotelier, you know, it, it's, it's going to be somebody from IT in hospitality. There's going to be somebody who's from a hotel, somebody who's from a pub, somebody. So different sectors, but also I try to keep the gender balance. So I'm very conscious that I want to showcase uh, equally the, the men and the men are a little bit more, you know, we are a little bit more, I wouldn't, what's the word, assertive when, when we're given these offers or when that something exists to volunteer, we, we're more to put our hand up. It suggests research suggested. I don't suggest this, um, and and we need to to show to. And my class has more girls than it has boys, right? So I want to inspire the, the the ladies in the classroom that you look at all these amazing leaders that you have. And I mean, you don't have to look further than than UK hospitality. You've got a, an amazing female hospitality leader. I, in my mind, uh, she carries the the budica. If I call us hospitalers, she's the Boudicca queen of hospitalers, uh, the, the warrior queen of hospitality in the UK, right? What a great role model. And I bring a lot of uh, female colleagues, and I also try to keep the balance with ethnic minorities and, 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 and uh, black colleagues. And I try to bring that in to show that it's not... Because I, you know, I am perceived as a, a white... Uh, British bloke. I am. I hold a British passport, but actually, I'm Greek. Uh, it, my true skin color is ten shades darker than this. When I go to Greece for holidays, I I pick up my natural color is is very dark, Egyptian dark, really. Uh, but in England, I I just because I don't see much sun, I, I I grow very white. And of course, the moment people hear my accent, they realize that I'm nodding English English, even though I love this country and it's my uh, second adopted home yeah. um, but you know I'm ethnic minority effectively you know yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean great name that I can't pronounce so you know Yanis yeah. <laughs> there you go yeah. <laughs> a very English guy called Yanis yeah you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going back to basically what you said before um, Kate Nichols obviously for those people who don't know on the podcast is head of hospitality UK so yeah um, you know, does, does great work for us basically down at government and sort of lobbying and uh, sort, sort of heads that up which is great um, I want to sort of talk to you as well because I've seen on your channels and YouTube's God knows what it's not just normal videos. I also see basically you know sort of PhD related videos on your channel. Yeah. So, you know, so, so, so what's all that about? What's because so got, interesting, are they? Yeah, I've got different communities that come to my channel. Obviously, I love hospitality and, and everything is context wise is hospitality and hospitality industry. But I, I also have I'm a director of, of doctoral studies at the University of Brighton. So with that hat. I, I try to help um, a lot of students who want to become PhD students and they want to get a doctorate. And, and I'm trying to demystify, if you like, 
what is having a PhD? Because a lot of people think if you have a PhD or if you have a degree, you're like, uh, you know, extremely intelligent. I, I can tell you that I am below average intelligence. I, I believe that academic intelligence, if you asked me 20 years ago, Yanis, would you be an academic and would you have a PhD? I would say you're crazy. I got to go back to Leros and run my, my father's hotel and the restaurant we started with my brother. And, uh, and, and what, so how did you get a PhD if, you, if you're saying you're not that clever? Well, there is different levels of cleverness or intelligence. There's the academic intelligence, then there is the business intelligence, and then there's emotional intelligence. And I'm a great believer of balance. And I believe that I work and I reflect a lot and I try to improve and keep on learning and keep the balance between the three. And what got me through the PhD was uh, my persistence and my strong headed. <laughs> I've got a very strong, I say to my students, you have to have a very strong forehead because everybody will try to put, and by everybody, I don't mean everybody, you'll, you'll find some amazing people in your adventures. They try to put up walls and your job is not to put the head down and say, well, there's a wall I can't go through. Your job is to keep on banging your forehead until you bring that wall down and you fail twice, you win three times, you know, you fall, you fall down, you just pick your pieces and get it back up. And um, the PhD videos are giving back to those students, the PhD, the ones who want to be uh, PhD students. And I'm trying to help them become better in how they write research proposals all the way to the interview stage. Uh, later on, I will create more about the key milestones within the PhD. I have planned videos about Viva, about uh, writing up your literature, about a lot of stages, because a lot of people are scared. They think they're alone, and they think that professors uh, aren't willing to talk to them, but they are willing. To, a lot of professors are willing to talk to them. There are other uh, playlists as well. And I create playlists for those communities. There's, there's one for any hospitality students who are writing their dissertation anywhere in Europe. There's a whole series of uh, dissertation writing and how do you come up with aims and objectives. And it's, it's good for undergraduates because I developed it for undergraduates, but there are some great hints also for postgraduates and technical skills even. I mean, I'm always amazed how many people don't know that the word software can create your table contents automatically and you don't have to keep on searching for the page numbers. It, I mean, simple stuff that, that even you think students are tech savvy, and I always thought that, and I realized that actually the people who are tech savvy are the people who keep on wanting to push themselves to the limit. Like, look at yourself, and you just told me about StreamYard. Am I saying it right? Yeah. <laughs> StreamYard. And I'm going uh, <laughs> to learn more about that because I, I want to learn more about how, how to use and, and do live streaming in the, in the future. So... Yeah, I mean that's that's absolutely great. I mean, you know, it, it is all about pushing your boundaries and sort of, you know, yeah. um, social media and podcasts. I mean, gosh, you know, with my ripe years, you know, and I, I never thought I'd be doing podcasts, but this is absolutely great. This is about pushing your sword. It's about pushing yourself out of the comfort zone. Yeah. You know? So I, I think what you mentioned there was basically about you know these videos and giving back. Yeah. yeah. You know, giving back to the community, and, and you know, I'm all for that. Which sort of segues me into my next sort of segment, really, that I want to talk to you about. Can I, um, before we go there, I realized yeah. I forgot. I forgot. You, you asked me to mention on on your notes there. You asked me to mention the community, the PhD community, and I totally missed that. Sorry. Uh, I, what I was going to say is that uh, a number of my colleagues, but uh, are helping me with this. But I need to mention uh, Alicia, 
uh, at Sheffield Hallam because she's an amazing, amazing colleague. And, and she's helping me on creating, uh, helping us, Jimmy, really, in, in creating a PhD focus, a hospitality PhD community. Yeah. Because you have a lot of hospitality PhDs that are alone or feel alone in, in a number of universities. So we're doing a series of webinars and those also find the, 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 the way on, on the channel. Uh, but also I'm hoping uh, we're going to create a, a um, maybe a LinkedIn group. And I'm talking also to other colleagues in Europe. Uh, and, and I'm trying to figure out whether we can create something that makes those students not feel lonely. So watch this space. Keep on visiting the Chimmy website if you are a PhD student or want to be a PhD hospitality student. And, and we're hoping very soon to create a proper community that, um, that you can be part of and you can even manage. And on the Chimmy Research Conference that is coming up in May 21, which is digital, by the way, and, and we invite hospitality industry and PhD students and, and academic researchers, uh, join us. There will be a colloquium there as well for PhD students. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's great. I mean, just so people, just in case people missed it, yeah, how do they basically get all those goodies, how do they sort of join, how do they sort of join the community? Just give me that detail again. It's go to the website, chime, C-H-M-E dot org, O-R-G dot U-K. Brilliant. Okay. Okay. Chime dot org dot U-K. I've got that. Right. <laughs> It's Christmas, sir. It's Christmas oh, coming along, you know. Right. Um, Christmas in November. Oh, shout, where's my date? Sam, where, where am I? Sort of 28th of November, yeah? So, so on the countdown, the, the trees are going up, the decades are going up, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the, the Coca-Cola lorry has arrived on the screen, you know. It's Christmas, yeah? <laughs> right, so, right, right. so before we go on, I mean, there's, there's a seriousness behind this as well. I mean, hospitality action, yeah. um, it's our industry. It's basically giving back. It's for people who basically fall on hard times and sort of, you know, let's face it, you know, addiction and sort of anybody who's worried about the virus and, and they do a hell of a lot for our industry. So yeah. do you, could, could you just give me a quick overview of hospitality action? Well, if you, you know, I talk about generals and warriors and, 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 and Boudicca. Well, there are, there are also castles out there, right? And, and hospitality action is one of those castles. And, and, and what these people do is amazing. And they, they, if, you, if, you go on, if you put hospitality action, the charity on the web, on any website, uh, you will come to their website and they're doing a, a, a number, they've always been doing a number of amazing stuff for anything for people with addiction. So they're doing stuff on addiction prevention. And uh, I originally got to know them when I used to bring a guest speaker uh, who used to talk about alcoholism in, in hospitality and drug addiction in hospitality. And and, and he was amazing. And, and my students always were damn we never talk about this you know Yanis why don't we talk about this and I said well a lot of people forget how lucky they are and and it's only when it happens to them that they realize that you know hospitality can be an industry where you find yourself working long hours guests offer you drinks because you do a great job and uh, or you worked really hard and then your boss thinks, what's the best way for me to reward myself? Let's open a couple of bottles of wine. And that's how it starts. And, and, and uh, you know, I remember when I was a barman, I had to make tea and fill a bottle of tea that looked like whiskey because I realized I was drinking too much. And I had to have techniques to, to not uh, insult the customer when they offered me a drink uh, and not become an alcoholic myself. 
but not many people think that way and it creeps up on them and, and hospitality action has been helping that group of people and far more more recently because of what has happened with COVID, a lot of businesses and especially small businesses have just gone bankrupt right they've gone bust and what a lot of us don't realize is that there is a huge number of colleagues workers of hospitality who have literally found themselves homeless homeless nigel yeah. now yeah. this could be you and i this could be our family we can't pay the mortgage and and who's there to help them there's a number of castles out there but they're very few yeah. and hospitality action for me is one of those stronger you know they have the fortifications if you like but they are you know they are being attacked as well because the more you have the more people you try to help the harder it is to help them you're spreading yourself thin yeah. so i got an email from the chief executive and i think he sent that email to to anyone who's in their database pleading for help financial help or even ideas so i'm reflecting how can i help how can i help i mean you know sending 50 pounds or 100 pounds is, is is an easy way out and then you feel less guilty but how can i really help so i thought to myself in one of my long walks wait a minute christmas is coming up if if hospitality action with their connections and they've got some really big celebrities as patrons and what have you know if they can use their connections to have 12 celebrities hospitality celebrities uh, to sing each day a verse from the 12 days of hospitality christmas i quickly literally within 10 minutes i wrote the lyrics and i sent them to them and i said look here i've taken the 12 days of christmas i've changed it with the lyrics and i try to represent as many sectors of hospitality as i can find 12 celebrities get them to sing that's a yeah. campaign that might get you uh, some people to fund and, and give give money yeah. But they came back and they said, Yanis, this is such a great idea. I, you made me chuckle, somebody from their fundraising team, but there's only two of us and we are over, uh, you know, we're overwhelmed and we have a number of Christmas fundraising campaigns. Thank you so much, but we cannot uh, do this. And at that point, I thought, you know what? I don't know celebrities, <laughs> but I'm crazy enough, you know, and if I can find one or two half as crazy as me, maybe, maybe we can do it, you know? And at first I said, uh, the original idea was I would release one verse every day. And I, I did a secret video on YouTube, which is unlisted. And I sent it out to uh, a select few saying, look, join me. We'll do this song. I'll edit this video together. And every morning of the first, second, third, etc., I will release the, the video. And I thought if I keep the verses secret, you know, people would be interested to find what sector will be next. And, uh, you know, I was getting a nice response, but, but, but not too much. And I was thinking, actually, Jan, you, you're overcomplicating things. Let's make it simpler. It's not about the lyrics. At some point, it, it, it dawned on me. It's, it's about the people. Yeah. So uh, it dawned on me, and I changed the plan. And the plan is very simple. Starting the 30th of November, I'm going to be releasing a Zoom link. And I created an area where people, it's a safe, GDPR safe, area where people can put their email on and the institute of hospitality picked on the story and they have the link so if you look at the institute of hospitality news items on their website you will find all this information you can put your email on you come on i'll send you the night before a zoom link and we'll try to sync a couple of verses from this song and uh, the idea is we create awareness for hospitality action 
I've got a Just Give It uh, campaign, which uh, I put a target of 500 pounds. Uh, hopefully, we'll reach that target, but that's the least we can do. Yeah. Spreading the word about hospitality action is the important thing. And, and if we can get some money for them as well, even even better. Okay. No, you're quite right, Yanis. I mean, basically, you know, we, we, we it's it's the human side of the business, you know, and, and, and you know, we do a lot of mentoring and sort of, you know, uh, big feed projects and stuff like that in, in, in Birmingham all the way through. So it is important. It's 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 about giving back. But I'm, I, I'm going to do something on my podcast that I thought I'd never do. I, I'm going to give you a bit of a teaser, yeah, mm. into what we're talking about. So so here it goes, yeah, clear my throat. Oh, yeah, go, go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. On the first day of Christmas, my true love said to me, listen to me. No, there you go. Yeah, so, 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 so there you go. That's the sort of do thing. The one, do the one with the hotel. Come on, do yeah, the yeah. first hospitality one. Do you remember? Oh, the, oh, do you remember uh, uh, it? Uh, let me have a look. Yeah. A ho- a ho- it, oh, okay. it was a hotel break for three. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you got me on the hop here. Yeah. Without my band, <laughs> God knows what. You know. So it was basically on the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a hotel break for three. <laughs> oh wow! Look at that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But you know, brilliant, brilliant. Because I mean, guys, you know, it's 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 an absolute fundraising. You know, absolutely great. You know, I know they do things like invisible chips and stuff like that. You know, Tom Carriage and all those sort of videos. But any money we can give to so the hospitality action, you know, is oh, absolutely. absolutely, you know, man after my own heart. So, so first of all, so how's it how's it going? How's it, how's the campaign going very quickly? Well, I, as I said, uh, it's it's starting to picking up a little bit of pace. I had I was scared because I thought nobody had signed up to date. I mean, a lot of people are talking about it in LinkedIn, and, and there's some nice colleagues saying we'll join you, Yanis, but nobody actually has given me their email yet until. And I thought, I thought, oh gosh, Nigel, better teach me how to do live streaming because I, you know, I'm not going to back up. No matter what happens, I'm going to grab my ukulele, I'm going to get my ugly voice, and I'm going to deliver every single day. Okay, I made a promise, and I'm going to keep it because some people have have donated money already, so I already have hundred pounds on the Just Giving uh, campaign. But okay. I've sent an email to my uh, colleagues at the University of Brighton, maybe a couple of them or more saying that no the only time that I've done a fundraising where I've I've sent an email to my work because I feel everybody has either eaten at the restaurant or slept in a hotel somehow we're all connected to this to this great industry so um, I'm hoping that more people will come forward uh, Monica signed up yesterday I won't say her surname and she made me so happy because at least I have one uh, other crazy hospitality hero to help me and uh, Hopefully more will sign up. And, and you know what? Even if you don't think you can sing, come and mime. You know, just just be there. Show us your support. Bring in your energy. Put in a, a Christmas hat. Put in a Christmas jumper. Uh, and we, let's take some imagery that we can post and, and spread the good work of Hospitality Action. Yeah, I think I think after after year we've had, isn't it? I mean, basically, it's time to give some back, isn't it? You know, yes. Yeah. You know, if, if you can get behind it, guys, and you know, you just in my dulcet tones. If I can do it, let's support Yanis and and let's let, let's basically get that for 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 a good cause because they need every every penny they can get. If we could give five hundred pounds back to them in January, yeah. um, you know that, that 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 would certainly bring up the and, and, cheer, wouldn't it? And don't think that uh, anything is too little. I mean, even a fiver, if you don't need a fiver, that actually is very meaningful to some people out there. And and remember, if you're a UK taxpayer, you get another, I think, 25% on top of that, don't you? Or yeah, you, that the charity gets if you 
You yeah. do, you do. So just so again, it's just so people can donate or basically contact you to sing or you know yeah. how, do they, how do they contact you? How do they donate? How do they the, the best, the easiest way now is because I also have a hospitality blog which is called Spirit of Philoxenia, and Philoxenia is the Greek uh, word for hospitality. You can find the information there, or the easiest way, as I said earlier, is go to the website of Institute of Hospitality, and if you look at the news uh, on the twenty sixth of November, they posted this news item. About and, and they have the full lyrics there. Bless them. I'm grateful to them. They posted the full lyrics. They posted the link to the Just Giving campaign. Look me up on LinkedIn. I, I keep on doing regular updates. Uh, you cannot miss it, really. If you really want to help, you cannot miss it. Institute of Hospitality website, myself on LinkedIn. Um, ask around. People are starting to, to spread the word. Thanks for that, Yanis. I mean, basically, you know, some good guys like yourself, you know, thank you very much for the industry. You know, we're all doing a great job out there, sort of pushing the industry, academic sort of Chima, you know, hospitality action, all yeah. good stuff, sir, all good stuff. Just to just say thank you very much, Yanis, thank you for it's your time pleasure. today. You know, pleasure, pleasure. Absolutely great, you know, and look for the 12 Days of Christmas with my dulcet tones and Yanis playing his banjo. and It's a, it's a, it's a ukulele. It's a ukulele. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I, 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 I've heard the prelude and basically, you know, Yanis can't count to 12, but happy days, you know. Oh, yeah. Watch, watch, watch the video. Go and watch the video. Of uh, of uh, the first one I did because I, I got I had a couple of students and I had the final verse of twelve days the full twelve days and I thought I know this I wrote the thing I can say on the first day of Christmas and I keep on saying on the twelfth day of Christmas yeah. and my students yeah. think I'm crazy which I am yeah. have a look at it it's not fake it's not made up <laughs> it's the outtakes and the last thing I'm gonna say is. And Nigel did it here on the show. You're going to hear it again. Uh, I, I'm doing, uh, I've, I've trapped a couple of podcasters, which uh, I'm grateful that they've done the, the thing. So I'm doing a little, uh, another little uh, demo video, if you like, which I'm going to yeah. post probably this weekend. <laughs> God help us on the God help us on the twelfth day, you know. <laughs> we'll, 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 have, we'll have twelve lords a leap and whatever sector we're in, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, thank you very much. Appreciate that, guys. Just for listeners, um, obviously, we're on every Tuesday at uh, twelve o'clock with Hospitality Live, and basically ten o'clock with a new show coming up on Wednesday at ten o'clock with Hospitality Inn, which goes into a deep dive with. And different captains throughout the industry. So it just seems to say, Yanis, thank you very much. Been no, thank you, Nigel. To you. Fantastic. Yeah. And we Take look care. forward to seeing you soon. Enjoy. Yeah, brilliant. Bye bye.